This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Oh, D. My Cody. It's behind the bastards. Cody Johnston edition. Cody, how are you doing? Have you successfully, what's the last dragon that you've confronted to get at its hoard of gold? Uh, getting to bed and sleeping soundly and waking up restful was my gold. Wow. My gold is the gold that I stole from the underground lair of the dragon Smaug, who I successfully fought using a variety of ballistae. I'm sorry, I thought you meant metaphorically. Unseated. Uh, no, no, no. Like, literally, I literally, literally, literally yeah. yeah, Sean Connery. Yes, uh, Sean Con- famously Sean Connery the dragon. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Um, because uh, all dragons, like all evil uncles, are actually the same dragon. You never question when a dragon comes in because Sean Connery playing a dragon in the movie. I know the movie you're talking about, but I've mm-hmm. actually forgotten the Dragonheart, right? Dragonheart, yeah. Fucking great That's movie, incredible mm-hmm. film. God, I haven't Take watched it. Take your word I, for it. I don't I know if I've ever seen it. I, I have, uh, <laughs> Cody, I used to love that movie. Honestly, I haven't thought about that movie in 25 fucking years. Uh, oh, I think I'm going to have to rewatch <laughs> Dragonheart and actually see if it's if it holds up, because I have no idea if it has. I oh was my like gosh. 12 I mean, if it's been 25 years, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it's been It's been a while. I don't know. I feel like a dragon fantasy movie probably doesn't have a lot of the things that make something show up as aged, like rampant homophobia. Probably or not. Yeah. Yeah. That probably isn't a factor in Dragonheart. You, you say that, but. Uh, yeah. 
I'm going to watch it and be like, wow, I forgot that there's a 35 minute Sean Connery rant about immigration in the middle. I was going to say movie. Sean Connery doing the voice. So maybe he like talks about how it's OK to slap women dragons and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Is that OK? But if they're dragons. Is it wrong? <laughs> if it's a, well, I'm saying, Cody, the dragon is a powerful archetype because we all have dragons that have to be conquered. And the only way to conquer a dragon is with the sword of truth. And if you're using the sword of truth, could you not slap a dragon with the sword of truth? If for perhaps you were unable to penetrate its scales mm-hmm. with the sword yeah, because you don't have a pin because a the pin is mightier. A, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Can't say it's wrong, Cody. I, I could say it's wrong. I who's, won't because it's s- not. Who's to know... What wrong and right is, Doctor Jordan Peterson? Oh, that's, we are, that's right. We are not yet through the first episode of his My God. incredible TV sh- series, Dragons, <sighs> Monsters, we sh- we and sure Men. We sure aren't, Robert. We sure. I, li- aren't. I like your little your little almost slip, just calling it a shit. <laughs> it is shit. Um, it's it is it is complete. Tra- you know what's fun, Cody? Is that before this happened, I was out in the woods where a friend and I spent a significant part of a Saturday. Uh, field dressing a deer with non-ideal equivalent uh, equipment in like the middle of the deep woods far away from other people. Um, and that that whole experience was both powerfully primal. Um, I think it's the kind of thing that Jordan Peterson would say that 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 men are supposed to be doing and mm-hmm. that is that is no healthy question. for them. And it was a task that my friend and I accomplished by, by being agreeable with each other. And because my friend is more competent at this than me, it's a task that I was able to accomplish by listening to them um, rather than attempting to like direct and manage the process because I didn't know how to do it as well as they did. Mm. Um, and and it's did he a, communicate this respectfully to you? Sure did, Cody. And yeah. as a result, um, it was a it was a wonderful experience all around, and a great. And you deal probably know a little more about how to do it now. I do, I do. Yeah, um, b- because that's... but so I mean, but did you cry while thinking about Dumbo during it? I I didn't cry while thinking about Dumbo. I did have the revelation that Antifa hates God because incel. Uh, uh, no, it's, uh, the, for the, the curse of being, right? Yeah, the curse of being, right, the curse that, of being. That, that quote from Tombstone. Yeah, I thought a lot about the curse of being as I was looking at the Subaru Impreza that got totaled by that deer. <laughs> uh, good times. So, let's get, let's get back to Dr. Jordan episode one of B. Uh, honestly, this is just Peterson. like Peterson's greatest hits. The show it's it is him ranting in a way where it's like you know that thing you talk about all the time. Just like do another version of that. Yeah, uh, go go at it, Jordan B. Peterson. Dragon so, tales, dragon tales. As we as we've that's a different show, Sophie. I know. Although all dragons are the same, just like all uncles are evil. Yeah, um, sadly, this is a different show. Yeah. And the Catholic Church is an uncle, which is why you should go to it because it's mm-hmm. your. I don't know. Whatever. I don't um, want to not oh. <laughs> disagree with it because you don't believe anything, but also change it because mm-hmm. it molests you. Wow. Right? Let's listen yeah. to some other wisdom that Doctor Peterson has. So when we left off, he's just announced that writing isn't a tool for finding truth or learning to think. It's a tool of domination because domination is the only task Jordan sees as worth accomplishing. Well, I can scrap the rough. I don't want, you know, at the end of my life, that was rough. I want, I floated through life on a cloud of pillows and 
nothing ever challenged or threatened me. It's like no one wants that as their memory. What they want is like dragons, victories, dragons, victories, dragons, victories, something like that. <laughs> or beasts, you know, tamed, beasts, tamed, something like that. that and so, you know, when I, there's a deep... It's just like it's his dragons, way of talking dragons, about stuff. Dragons. <laughs> yeah. We all understand the value of like the ups and downs of life, and if everything is perfect, then nothing is perfect. And you need struggles to have successes, and you need bad vibes to have good vibes to compare to. And it's good to like accomplish your goals and get out there, and you know, make some successes. And life is a struggle. And but he uses this kind of stuff that like everybody like generally agrees about <laughs> that like that's yeah. just how life is to say like you shouldn't like not go into medical debt and like all these like things well, that like also- we can make things like a little easier and you can still have challenges and successes uh, and victories in life if you can go to the doctor easier. yeah you and know? it's also like, just like nothing he's saying is an absolute truth these are all conditional truths of course not yeah challenges and struggles like meeting and and uh, exceeding challenges and struggles can make you a better stronger person um also surviving difficult things sometimes ruins you as a human being a lot of people are fundamentally broke for example one of my grandpa's brothers fought at bestone and got shot through the head and survived and was never the same and everyone agrees he was kind of fundamentally broken by the experience uh he went and he slayed a dragon and it it like ruined the rest of his life which is the thing that happens to a lot of people who encounter things that are are difficult and traumatizing because it doesn't always make you better sometimes it makes you less capable of dealing Mm. with the world well, that's you got to choose the right dragons, right? Yes, the wrong dragon in that case was the Nazis. Mm, <laughs> he should have picked an easier dragon. Easier, yeah. You got to yeah, pick the like, non-Nazi dragons. Yeah, yeah, like sitting at home and advocating for an end to the New Deal. Or like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like a God. video game. Yeah, like a video game. Um. Anyway, whatever. It's, it's oh, perfect. It's, it's all right on screen. Which dragons to go after? Which dragons to dragons. go after? And let's let's see how he how he explains this. Treasures are worth attaining. That's a good question, you know, because you know you could you could be like Don Quixote and and go after windmills. And there's something noble about Quixote because at least he goes after something. Uh, I, I what what? Wait, can, wait, can we keep going? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's go a little longer. I need here. to. I need a little more. There are at least dragons in his imagination. You know, it's dangerous to go play in traffic. But, and so you might say, well, I've run out in traffic. I'm dodging cars. I'm playing chicken. Aren't I slaying the dragon? It's like, foolhardy <laughs> yeah. exposure to danger. It might be better than no exposure at all. You know, there is something <laughs> somewhat admirable about so, that kind of careless bravado that you sometimes see among... Sophie, pause this. Because I, I want to emphasize, Jordan Peterson has just kindly, kind of talked himself into running into traffic. Yeah. Like, he, like, he kind he of convinces did. himself well, it's a good something idea. Sometimes it, maybe you know? it is good to run into traffic. Let's let him um, finish, let's let him finish like, that thought. Hold on. Let's give him okay, 10 more seconds. Okay, okay. All right. Good luck, Jordan. <laughs> That's sort of the Bart Simpson approach to life, you know? Better than the Millhouse approach. <laughs> Neither are optimal. 
I feel like one of the points of The Simpsons is that neither Bart nor Milhouse are are anything but like object failures as people. Like yeah. every time well, we skip ahead optimal, right? to their future, Bart is like living a marginal existence, like an inch away from being out on the street. No, he becomes um, a fucking Supreme Court justice, right? Oh, wait, isn't that, is that's one of the new ones. Cody, we don't need to go no, after season No, that's like eight. Uh, back in the day. That's like classic what? Simpsons. Yeah. You're talking about the, I'm talking about justice. the one where Lisa marries the British man. Oh, that's just like, well, even in that episode, he's like, uh, there's like a reference. He's like, he's like, looks like shit. He's like, yeah, I'm a fucking piece of shit. He's like, don't worry. I'm getting out all my aggression before I go to law school. Mm -hmm. And then he becomes a Supreme Court justice. No, that's the one where they see the itchy and scratchy movie, right? And his dad. It's two. So the itchy and scratchy one is first. Uh, We see him as as a Supreme Court justice. Uh, And then the uh, flash forward. I guess you're right. This is the president. Uh, Jordan he's Peterson like, he's is like, right. He's like, he's like in construction. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go to law school eventually. You're right. Jordan Peterson is correct. It's better to be a Bart Simpson than a Millhouse. It's true. Um, Not unless, an optimal, but unless, Bart's better. <laughs> unless there's a moderate amount of flooding, in which case you probably want to be Millhouse because he's got those, he's got those, those pants that are cuffed up a little bit high. Uh-huh. that's right keeps his cuffs bone dry yeah, that's right everything's coming any, up in any, house. anyway anyway um i just find it so like real, all right real quick there's a he few things at, here yeah. it's just like he he's given a few examples and none of them are good yet like no. what dragons do you fight well don quixote fought dragons that didn't that, exist i want to talk okay. about that i want to talk about don quixote because he brings up don quixote to say that like well he's a tel- tilting at windows windmills and the windmills you know are, aren't what he thinks they are but like there's something noble in just the act of of the of the fight itself and that that's something beautiful it's really funny to me because cervantes I'm not yeah I'm I'm not an expert on Don Quixote but l- if you look up like what the author why he wrote Don Quixote it was because he was really pissed at the popular fiction that existed at the day which was mostly these like really shitty and derivative stories of like medieval knights and you know doing knight shit um he specifically framed Don Quixote as an attack on quote vain and empty books of chivalry he was trying to destroy a genre of fiction that he found tepid and not engaging and not particularly like intellectually valuable. And it's exactly the kind of fiction that Jordan B. Peterson has based his entire life view on. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Like that Don, Don Quixote is about like, God, all this stuff is lame as hell. It's like boring. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, that's of course. Yeah. And it's, it's so, like, very funny. That, and like, but also like he brings it up and then doesn't really even make a point. It's just like he's trying to he's trying to answer the question. He he's no. kind of saying so like, tilting at windmills is good. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because like the the only examples he's given so far are like, yeah, OK, this th- this story where it's not really a dragon or running into traffic. Yeah, <laughs> those are the two. And he talks again. I have to cannot emphasize enough. He talks himself into believing that running into traffic might be a good idea. Well, a lot it's of more the time. noble than not doing it. It's like, all right. But no, actually. One of oh, the, like not like completely like ignoring that like by yeah. the way when you run into traffic it's not just like doing a dangerous thing it's doing a dangerous thing for potentially hundreds of people who yeah. are also who are like on the road in their cars it's not just like this like weird like uh Frogger video game or like extreme sports right it's not you're not jumping out of an airplane like getting the rush of that extreme experience you're in traffic people yeah. will die. <laughs> 
it, like, it's silly, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, whatever. I it, it it's amazing how really consistently in this this episode, Cody, the only parts of Peterson's rants that actually translate into useful information is stuff that like your eleventh grade guidance counselor could have told you in between smoking weed out behind the building. Stuff yeah. like job interviews can be scary, but you have to do them sometimes. Work on them. Like <laughs> yeah. it's not even like you have to do them sometimes. Like yeah, get better at public speaking. Yeah, oh, you mean the, the the challenge that I have in life, I should try to like get better at it. <laughs> like, it's yeah, the most again, basic. It's, it's like fact you don't need to life. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to couch it in this like dragons and monsters and men to be like, oh, you're struggling with that. You should work on it. Yeah, you can. You can succeed. I'll help. Like it's well, and also I don't know. Maybe if you think about it that way, uh, that's less useful because I, I don't know. I just I I, I I lift weights. Um I'm not a power lifter or anything like that, but I've made consistent progress and I just recently hit the point where I was able to do two full sets at a new max. And it, it nice. was it was something I'd been working towards for about a year. And I didn't think about I want to be able to bench press two hundred and twenty pounds as if it was a dragon. I thought about it the way that most people think about most actual mm. challenges, where this is a series of incremental improvements that I need to make until eventually I can do the thing. And look, now I've done the thing. That's nice. Um, mm-hmm. And when I when I repeatedly was unable to do it earlier, I didn't think, the dragon has bested me! I mm-hmm. thought, this is part of incremental improvement, is failing. Mm-hmm. And this very simple uh, yeah. act to be described. Um, yeah. Uh, if it if this helps people, great. But it seems like an unnecessary abstraction uh, to actual progress and success. But yeah, it, it, it's it, that's exactly what it is. Is it's not like you can think about challenges this way. You can think about wanting to do you know raise your squats or whatever, or run a mile faster as a dragon, and maybe that works for you. But it's I don't know. I think a silly and unnecessary way to think about going after challenges. Well, yeah, because this is like. The, the way he, and this is the way he talks about a lot of stuff but this in particular this show for some reason yeah this is the kind of thing that would be in like a children's book yeah he's taking like billy and the dragon he's and taking, the dragon is a metaphor for all the challenges in life and then, okay i that helps children understand fine. what challenges are but as anyone over the age of like eight or 10 or 12 I pick a child's age understands what challenges are I think what Peterson has maybe recognized here that is actually intelligent is that masculinity in our society is so like broken because people think that it does rely like that, that being masculine involves fighting things. Mm -hmm. I was going to say it is this sort of, because we've built like a, a world that's in many ways slightly better than it used to be. Um, there's not a lot of chances for men to go fight things because it's actually not very necessary or healthy if people are fighting all the time. But all of our media is themed towards venerating physical courage as the primary expression of masculinity. And so Jordan Peterson recognized that you can make a lot of money if you dress up stuff like, hey, maybe practice doing job interviews as like, and you must slay the dragon and defeat your evil uncle and... Right, and, and you know, it's like you know, his, uh, his audience skews uh, like young white male kind of thing. Yeah. And so, like, okay, you like fantasy bullshit in your fucking video games? I'll talk about it like that. 
Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, doing the dishes is like a dragon. It's like, no, it's the thing you got to do. Yeah, it's it's like um, those like dude wipes or like yeah. tactical diaper changing bag. Okay. It's okay. Like, oh. Now, Cody, a tactical. <laughs> right. we, we, I, I do love I love all of the tactical diaper changing bags because they're they're made to look like or t- tactical like baby carriers because anything look like, like that anything that's like marketed like it's the, this everyday thing you <sighs> yeah. do but like oh it's war but like also. the armies it's well like, the God. baby ones are specifically funny because they're like they, they they're made to look like plate carriers which is like a plate carrier is a thing you wear over your body that carries armor inside of it and ammunition and stuff on the outside of it and like the baby goes in the place that the body armor that's meant to absorb bullets is set. Unbelievable. It's just really funny. It's also um, silly. And it's like these things that like, well, I know I have to do this in order to get people to act like this. Yeah. And that's just what he's doing. I think um, honestly, and, and I think one of the fundamental things I disagree with Jordan on is he's like, if you think about things in this way, then it will inspire people to achieve more because people are fundamentally motivated by these these grand like sim like archetypes in our heads and symbols from our mm. stories and it's, i actually think that's pretty unhealthy and i think mm. maybe uh, in a lot of cases the best thing to do is to frame stuff like taking care of your own child and mm. cleaning the dishes as like scrubbing yourself with soap from time to time or mm-hmm. just like yeah it's just a thing you do just like, it's not a, it's not a big deal it's just thing. a thing you it's do just- yeah well, right. It's the um, it's the opposite of what he said earlier in this video in the, in the previous episode about like lying and like manipulating language and stuff and saying untruths and like, well, if reality is not is unreality, then how do you fight? Like, it's like you don't need to talk like this. You're creating this weird like realm of thought that is unnecessary in order to do the real things in real life. Uh, also, this is dragons, monsters, and men, and he's talking about. Uh, what it's like to be a man. I'd be very curious what he would, how he would respond to someone saying, if you're a woman, do you also have dragons? Or like, is it a different metaphor? That he you have occasionally to will drop like, and women does he? in here. He does a couple of times, although it's very clear who's he's angling. Cody, let's move past that. I want to show you the funniest Thank part God. of this fucking episode. Ooh. The treasures that you can get. Well, the first thing Dragon's Guard is virgin, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, well, that's pretty- it's a very bizarre story, right? The story of the dragon, because dragons guard gold and, and virgins. It's like, what interest do dragons have in gold and virgins? But, well, the girl wants the guy who can overcome the dragon. So that's, that's that. That's dead simple and, and obvious to anyone with even a smidgen of biological knowledge. He's that's so mad. <laughs> Any any biologist will tell you, Cody, that dragons love virgins. Oh, and women <laughs> want the guy who slayed the dragon. But also, like these dragon stories aren't from the point of view of the woman. No, they're they're usually she's like the prize in these stories. Yeah, oftentimes. she's she's not a character. And so the it's not are... about like what she wants. It's about yeah. what he thinks. She yeah. wants, so he gets it, the thing to present as this knight to say whatever. It's funny because Jordan has recently come out and said that like he's emotionally moved by being basically the incel philosopher. Oh yeah. And the reason why a lot of men are incels is because they internalize these ideas uh, mm. about what women want that are created by men, like mm. men like Walt Disney in the 19 fucking fifties, mm. um, who didn't maybe had never talked to a woman in an open and honest conversation. Um, talked at know, a woman. Talked at a woman. 
Uh, but even then with Walt Disney, probably not all that often, because I don't mm. think women were allowed to speak at the Disney offices. Right. I don't even know if that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't think <laughs> like, that was like, a joke. Um, Cody, you know, what is a joke. Jordan Below Peterson? prices on gold that <gasps> our sponsor selling. Cody, are you ever scared of the world? All the time. Well, I'm going to need you to do something for me. Ah, get, do get it out, something. Get, oh. out, get out a piece of paper and a pen. Mm-hmm. Write your bank account number and your routing number okay. and your SWIFT code mm-hmm. and your pen on it. Okay? Got it. And then mm-hmm. you just send that over to me. And at some point, I'm going to buy gold. I'm not going to give it to you because you might lose it, Cody. Sometimes uh-huh. you get holes in your pockets and stuff. True. I'm going to I'm gonna put that gold in a very real bank. And then when you need it, you just come and call me. I'll give you my number later. And we'll, uh, we'll you can get your gold. And everyone okay. can do this. Just send me your bank account routing numbers, and I will use it to buy gold at a great price. Okay. And you'll just, like, you'll... You'll mail me your number or... Yeah, I'll yeah, you'll get it, it at some point. Anyway, okay. let's roll these ads for gold. Yay. <laughs> the evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild minigames. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums, delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches, unique playing pieces, and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com behind. That's mintmobile.com behind. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash behind. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower, above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We're back, Cody. Robert. Cody. So I think one of the things that's funny about that virgin dragon rant (laughs) is that you kind of see Jordan start to ask himself why dragons want virgins and then realize there's no reason, right? Like, it's just kind of Mm. a weird thing that like. Yeah, it's like a thought he had. He's like, I guess I need to think about that now. Yeah, and and maybe even like the most famous dragon in all of fiction uh, didn't do that because mm. J.R.R. Tolkien was just a little bit better of a storyteller than mm. some of the folks at Disney. Maybe um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Jordan is—I don't know. There's so much that's wrong about that um, in stories like you know the stories that Cervantes hated. Uh, dragons are. Sometimes, yeah, want to, I don't know, have a virgin for some reason so that a knight can rescue her or whatever. But Jordan is, he's not talking about, like, stories. Again, he's dropping these things that are, like, old storytelling shortcuts and not even particularly good ones, right? Like, we can debate as to whether or not, you know, the evil uncle or the virgin held by a dragon is, like, a good thing to have in a story. But there are many stories that include like evil and that include dragons that do not include those tropes. And in fact, most really good stories don't include those tropes because they're not particularly they're necessary. And they're kind yeah. of boring. Um, also, I find it so <laughs> that whole <sighs> brief little clip was so fascinating. Cause also he's, cause he's bringing up like, Oh, well, also uh, golden virgins you see. And his explanation for why dragons will capture virgins was that, well, because women, you know, they want the man who uh, who uh, defeats the dragon and any biologist. And he gets so angry about yeah. that. And like, oh, we didn't have a lot. Well, that doesn't explain the virgin part, Mr. Peterson. No. You, you ignored that. You specifically said virgins. Yeah. And then your explanation is like, well, women want the guy who can get things done. What about the virgin part that you brought up? You brought this up. Yeah. So it, like his, it's his explanation like- is still removed from the thing he's trying to pretend to know what to talk about. So much of like what he has to say is based on like he, he frames it as it's based on these like immutable evolutionary truths. Like hierarchy is a thing that we know is important because human like creatures have been doing it before there were human beings. Lobsters, you know, are hardwired before to, trees. you know, yeah, before, it's older than trees and anything like that. There's a reason that it has been around for so long. And, and that's why it's the only way that things can ever be. And it's like, well, actually if, if, if just kind of like raw evolutionary, uh, benefit was the only thing that mattered then um, there's actually not any reason to seek out a, a virgin, and, and in fact, if you're if all that matters is like spreading your DNA, finding people who have proven that like their body type is able to easily and successfully undergo childbirth would be better than just randomly picking out virgins because a lot of people um, who can give birth die doing it because it's it's hard. Um, and maybe if you're, if all that 
organisms do is optimize for survival. That's actually not the best tactic. Yeah. So maybe it's something else. Yeah. So maybe it's something <laughs> or may, else. Or maybe, maybe like his world maybe people view doesn't create really value with systems and they're not always and, logical and yeah. we can change our value systems because often they're silly and self-defeating. Yeah, maybe um, uh, everything in the world uh, and how it should be can't be explained by just like how evolution worked out. Yeah, or by fucking Disney story tales from the 1960s. Um, anyway, obviously the most harmful thing about this whole dragon and virgin shit is that like actual women in, in real life, uh, uh, virgin or not, uh, are not being guarded by dragons. They're human beings who get to make their own decisions. And the task of like falling in love is not conquering a dragon. It's like meeting somebody and building a relationship, which is very different from fighting an animal. Um, yeah. Like, and then and like winning the game because uh, he even hit, he hits on this earlier of like, well, yeah, it's not like you want to work on yourself and demonstrate like why you're a good valuable person and like all these things and like get skills and do that be a dragon slayer in his in his language and prove that you can be but it's not the act of doing it that wins you the the virgin prize yeah it's it all of the things that make you good at fighting are are not things that make you good in a relationship you know like it's, mm. it's, it's, it's it, everything about this is fundamentally toxic. I'm but, sure he would disagree with you. But Dr. Peterson barrels well, actually, forward anyway. Actually, it's good to fight because, you know, you have, if you know, <laughs> if you know your dragons and you, and she knows her dragons and your dragons can fight each other. I don't know. I, you know, I've I don't know to, what he would I, say. But. I've had to fight a couple of wild animals. And the tactic that was successful for me was picking up a big stick and hitting it in the nose. Mm. Um, I have not tried that in a romantic relationship, but mm -hmm. I don't think it would help me. Probably not. Sean Connery would say different. <laughs> Sean but, Connery would say different. You know. <laughs> mm. Anyway, let's, of let's, women let's let women yeah. are going to be, what would you say, entranced by the man who can keep the predator away from the infants. I mean, clearly, that's of primary significance. So if you can confront the dragon, you get the girl. And that's how God only knows how old that story is. Like, Millions of years old. What? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Dr. Peterson, there's no story that's millions of years old. People haven't been telling them for millions of years. It's just so silly. He's just, <laughs> he's just trying to say that, like, the act of, like, a, a male organism protecting a female organism from, like, a predator is, like, a tale as old as times. Like, okay. <sighs> I don't know. It's theoretically, we don't actually know when people started talking, obviously, yeah. like when human beings started using words because we were not writing at that point. I think like 50,000 years is often bandied, but it's possible it goes back like like 2 million years. But I will I would be willing to bet that that is not the way stories were necessarily framed for 2 million years because I I I think Evidence suggests that things were a little bit like storytelling was much less literal for some of those peoples because a lot of things about their belief system and the way they dealt with the world would have been lit not like not been literal in ways that uh, the way we talk is because so much of 
human thought and speech has been informed by the stuff that happened in the past. So the first people probably would not have talked about anything the way that is mm. recognizable. I don't know. We have not been telling that story for millions of years. That's where yeah. I come to come come to ground on. Um, I, think, I, think I tend to agree with you that we haven't been telling that story for millions of years. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely have not. Anyway, the episode but, ends. But, so, sorry, yeah. when he's talking about this, he's just such a little sneaky little word man. He is because a he's not word saying. Man. I don't think he's saying like literally. We've been telling the story for millions of years. He's saying like this: the existence of this event in like this, the manifestation of this dynamic has existed for millions of years, right? Like he would he would describe like oh the tale of the of the little guy uh, making his way up the hierarchy has been a story told for millions of years and what he means is like yeah lobsters do this and so like the act of it existing in the world is in his mind the story being told because that's how he views all this stuff he's just a weird guy he is just a he is just a weird guy Cody <sighs> you know what isn't weird a third. Split the cap- screen. Capitalism. Yeah, the third split screen is pretty great. Um, and so is the ads that sponsor this podcast. In in a way, they're your dragons, mm-hmm. these ads. So Slay conquer these dragons money. by throwing some cash on the fucking ground. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild minigames. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums. Delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches. Unique playing pieces and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ah, we're back. So 
the episode kind of starts to end with more of what I would call meaningless tripe. First, he says that like travel is good because it helps you figure out who you want to be, which is fine. But then he says that like doing this is quote unquote activating the ancestral father. And he compares it to epigenetics, saying that stressing yourself, stressing yourself, Cody, leads your genes to activate new modules that give you new abilities. (laughs) Is he talking about leveling up? Kind of, yes. And like getting skill points? Yeah. And like putting... Ah, I unlocked Brawler. Mm-hmm. All right. Turn things on inside of you that you don't even know are there. And that's the same as reactivating the ancestral father. It's the same thing. Because all that biological capacity is in some sense nested inside you, maybe coded at the genetic level. We know that if you stress yourself in particular ways, especially voluntarily, new genes turn on and code for new proteins. Like you literally build new modules. They're there in latent form. It's not much different than, you know, when you go to the gym and you start lifting weights, well, your body's going to transform, but it's not going to do that if you just sit around. <laughs> what now, said lifting is, weights and is, he did the little, little arm yeah, weights. He's never thing. lifted weights. Beautiful. Look, fine. That's not fine. He was cheering. No. He was doing a cheer. He was doing a little cheer. Look, he gets epigenetics completely wrong. It does not work that way. It is not like lifting weights and it is not unlocking modules that provide you with new powers. Um, Epigenetics is a real phenomenon and it, it certainly seems accurate to say that there are things that can be passed on in your DNA to your descendants and that are passed on into you from your ancestors in ways that are not super well understood, but certain things can get switched on by environmental factors, it is not like unlocking ancient powers. You are not like becoming (laughs) your ancestors by unlocking powers that they encoded in your DNA. And in fact, a lot of like when this kind of epigenetic phenomenon is observed, it's often stuff that you wouldn't want to have happen. It's bad stuff, right? It's bad stuff. I'm going to quote from a a, a little write-up in Medline Plus on how genes work. That is a pretty basic write-up. I can Mm. understand it, and I'm stupid. Mm. Quote, (laughs) A common type of epigenetic modification is called DNA methylation. DNA methylation involves the attachment of a small chemical groups called methyl groups, each consisting of one carbon atom and three hydrogen atoms, to DNA building blocks. When methyl groups are present on a gene, that gene is turned off or silenced, and no protein is produced from that gene. Another common epigenetic change is histone modification. Histones are structural proteins in the, in the cell nucleus. DNA wraps around histones, giving chromosomes their shape. Histones can be modified by the addition or removal of chemical groups, such as methyl groups or acetyl groups, each consisting of two carbon, three hydrogen, and one oxygen atoms. The chemical groups influence how tightly the DNA is wrapped around histones, which affects whether a gene can be turned on or not. Errors in the epigenetic process, such as modification of the wrong gene or failure to add a chemical group to a particular gene or histone, can lead to abnormal gene activity or inactivity. Altered gene activity, including that caused by epigenetic errors, is a common cause of genetic disorders. Conditions such as cancers, metabolic disorders, and degenerative disorders have been found to be related to epigenetic errors. It's like, again, I don't understand epigenetics. No one really does. There's actually one of the major debates is like, is are there ways in which like trauma is passed on epigenetically? And it's actually like a lot of people will say, well, yeah, and you can see it. And, you know, there's studies in Holocaust survivors. We actually don't really have a great handle on it. And like the degree to which that's true, if it is, 
Like all of this is, I'm not an ep- expert on. Yeah, there's a lot we don't know about this stuff. There's so a lot it's weird we don't to know. sort of tie it to the spiritualism but it is, and like yeah. a thing. It definitely isn't is like you stress yourself and then gain powers from your ancestors. That's not epigenetics. And often epigenetics is like, yeah, like a weird environmental factor caused this like thing in your DNA to activate, and and now you have cancer. So it's not like I went through, I like went through like a big ordeal. I fought a dragon and uh, I unlocked sharpshooter. No, it's more like there's errors made when you're like photocopying stuff. And sometimes those errors can cause serious problems. I mean, that's not the only thing that it, again, epigenetics is much more complicated than that little quote that I've read. Not I would try, pause it. I just want to make the point that he is wrong. He is completely wrong yeah. about epigenetics. But he's a biologist. Um, it is not like lifting weights. Mm, but he's a biologist, so he, I feel like maybe he's right about everything. You just you're said. right. You're right, Cody. And you know, you know what else you're right about? That this everything. fucking episode is almost over. <gasps> um, I was right. <laughs> God bless you for everything, Mister Cody. Water. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Sophie, can we play the last minute or so? Before the, before the credits run, I just uh, want Cody to see how we, this all. We can comes just give me a end. sec. I exit out yeah. of it because you didn't mark anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, we weren't planning to have yeah, this give many me that episodes. Sweet, awful font, maybe the worst font I've actually ever seen. Like it's I would prefer, I would prefer Papyrus or Comic Sans. Okay, you want the last minute? Oh, fuck me! I don't want to see it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And we are, <laughs> unfortunately, back. <laughs> we are, Whoa. unfortunately, back. It's not much different than, you know, when you go to the gym and you start lifting weights, well, your body's going to transform, but it's not going to do that if you just sit around. You have to, you have to face your <laughs> being like with the necessity out. of transformation, and then all sorts of new things that you had no idea you were capable of will make themselves manifest. And that's all part of that pattern of voluntary confrontation. That's the core of genuine adventure. Did that make make any sense to you, Cody? Oh my, I need to absorb what's going on in these guys real quick. We've got kind of again like a Game of Thrones style. Fuck is going on? Ending scene. (laughs) This is so totally off. What is this? Yeah, it's like we just watched Jordan Peterson like fist fight a fucking cave bear. This is so intense. Also, whoever sound designed this, why did you make the end credits so much louder than the fucking people are involved in the production of this? Shall we continue? (laughs) Uh, Like too many people. Now, Cody. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. You've made a lot of videos in your life. Some of them have been videos of a person sitting and talking to camera. Um, True. What? How big of a crew would you would you say you need? Is it that many fucking people? No. Um, well, so with our, I mean, with our show, I'm the only guy in the room. We do it over zoom. We have, Oh, really? You know, uh, oh, wow. Director and, uh, teleprompter, uh, virtually. Um, and there are people on zoom, uh, helping out and like adjusting lights. Um, but it's just me in the room. 
Um, when we had a studio, uh, it was three people, maybe, including me, usually. Um, this is a little fancier, you know? It's There are two cameras, at least. Uh, the camera's in motion, uh, so you need to probably have a boom mic operator following them along, so you don't get the mic in the shot, and then another one for the second camera, and maybe the third camera. Um, so... More, I think it requires more than we would use for sure, but not as many as I saw on screen. No. Um, but you know they need to make it look. Uh, again, it's like anything to make it look more intense than it is because it's just Peterson rambling about stuff. Um, there, I liked how at times there was this text on screen, just because you got to have something going on. So just like have the words that he's saying on screen as he says it um his little last speech was a was odd because i mean we already talked about the the genetic aspect of it but like what he's just said he's trying to say go out and like challenge yourself and like learn new skills and you know sometimes uh you know uh bad situations can turn out well okay also, yeah. I can't emphasize this Did enough. I need this, this fucking fanfare? This was ep one. This was the first thing he set, decided needed yes. to be talked about. Can't imagine what he's going to say. <sighs> oh, Cody, Howdy. I think epigenetically you actually do understand because your ancestors had knowledge of this, just like they knew about your evil uncle, who was the Catholic Church and also talking to girls. If I'm understanding Dr. Peterson properly. Yes. yes, yes. I think I think you are. I've gone through the stress of mm-hmm. listening to him talk, and now uh, I've unlocked sneak. Mm-hmm. I have unlocked the skill of my ancestors, which as Italians is cooking spicy meatballs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Probably like chef is the name yes. of the module chef, that you unlocked. Chef or criminal. Those are the mm-hmm. two options criminal, open yeah, chef or to Italians. I guess fascists, so three. We have three sure, options. Yeah, yeah. The trifecta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cody. Yes. How are you feeling? Yes. How, how was, was episode one of this what you had expected from Dr. Jordan Balthazar Peterson? It is Dragons, exactly, monsters, and men? Exactly Good. what I thought it was going to be. Um... I I think I saw a trailer at one point. I was like, oh, so he's just like talking in a chair. Yeah, he is just in um, fact talking in a chair. I will say that the credit sequence uh, did kind of surprise me a little bit because it's like I, like you expect like a little some overwrought, dorky, like intense kind of dragony kind of stuff. But it was more than I expected. It was very loud and loud in your face and and like unnecessary. Lots and the of shift smoke. from like bum, 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 bum. it's like you see the thing is it's like so funny and jarring i <laughs> love it yeah no i don't i'm sorry cody it's fine <laughs> it's just like I, I also i guess i'm a, not surprised but i think it's amusing that it is like so many of these clips are like heard him say that before Talks about that a lot. Well, there's a there's a soundbite I've heard ninety times on uh, various YouTube videos. Um, well, you know, maybe they're getting their subscribers up, and they're gonna get that Gina Carano sci-fi movie penned by 
the Ben Shapiro out on Daily Wire Plus. And oh, are they making it. an actual sci-fi movie? I saw I Gina know. Carano in the movie about Joe Biden's son. Stuff. Oh yeah, the Hunter um, Biden, which uh, includes a lot of editing that I could do, and I don't know how to edit because it looks like they're literally just taking like an MS Paint style app and like drawing mm-hmm. over frames it's to animate very them. Funny uh, how like poor the trailer looks. It 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 is dog shit. It is it's actually like the trailer makes it look like funny bad, but it, it really is not. It's just a terrible movie. Oh, I bet I couldn't um, sit through it. But it's like it's it looks it looks made up, and not in the way that all movies are made up. But no. like it looks like a fake movie that someone is pretending Most exists. 80% of the runtime is Joe Biden either sitting in a car talking to his son or his son sitting in a car talking to a sex worker and like explaining laboriously crimes that often don't sound like crimes because they're just like complicated real estate deals or whatever. I don't know. It's very boring. The only part of it that was funny is that so they... Do you know who Viktor Yanukovych was? Is he was the former president of Ukraine who got uh, overthrown in 2014 when he tried to do dictator shit. Anyway, he's like he looks like a middle manager. He's got like kind of strong Paul Manafort vibes, just kind of not a very interesting looking guy, but like a full head of hair and stuff. The dude they got to cast him was like bald and jacked. Um, like they, they just got like a huge bald man who was fucking shredded to play the former dictator of Ukraine for no reason. Like there, I don't know why you're just like, oh, we got to make sure this guy's played by a hot dude who's fucking shredded. Mm, like it's, you it's, know the reason. It, it's nonsense. No, cause he's, he's framed as a bad guy. Cause it's talking oh. about like his, he's clearly a bad guy and he has okay. some shady dealings with Hunter. It's like. Because he is a bad... I, I have no idea why they did it the way they did it. It's That's it's funny. completely That's incomprehensible. Um, oh, don't... That was your first mistake. Don't try to comprehend the Hunter Biden movie with Gina Carano. Yeah. I I will never do that again. Cody, do you have any pluggables to plug? All the same. Uh, check out some more news on YouTube and even more news on podcast apps. And... Uh, Keep your eye out for an album by a band called The Hot Shapes. That is my band. I don't know when this episode's coming out, so look it up. Yeah, it'll come out one of these days, perhaps during the holidays. So, mm-hmm. you know, hit your evil uncle in the face in order mm-hmm. to defeat the dragon of spending Thanksgiving with the people who love you. Yes, if your evil uncle is a woman. If your evil uncle is a woman, then fucker. Uh, kill a dragon in front of her. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You can figure it out from here. You're you're now armed with the knowledge that is mightier than a sword. Anyway, unlocked penmanship. <laughs> Behind the Bastards is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more from Cool Zone Media. Visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. 
Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.